Welcome to the Friday Night Super Show on its new home, DabinAladdin.com. Shut the fuck up, Kent. With its host, Dabin Aladdin. I run the Super Show now. The Super Show is my show now. I run the Super Show now. This is my show now, you bitch. I run the Super Show, bitch. The Super Show is my show now. I run the Super Show now. This is my show now. Wow, wow. It's my show. I run the Super Show. Not you. This is my show now. It's mine. I run the Super Show. This is my show. It's the good Dabbing Aladdin show. Dabbing Aladdin's Friday night Super Show. It's my show. Not yours. Dabbing Aladdin Friday night Super Show. It's my show now. Dabbing Aladdin. All other Friday night shows are fake. This is mine, the Friday night super show. Hosted by Dabbin or Ladin, no one else. It's my show. Dabbin or Ladin's Friday night super show. Dabbin or Ladin, Dabbin or Ladin, Dabbin or Ladin. I run the super show now. It's all Dabbin or Ladin, Dabbin or Ladin. Super show Friday night. Super Show, Dabbin Aladdin, Friday night. Super Show, Dabbin Aladdin, Dabbin Aladdin. It's the Super Show, Friday night. It's the Super Show, Friday night. It's the Super Show, my show now. It's the Super Show, my show now. It's the Super Show, my show now. It's the Super Show, my show. Dabbin Aladdin's Friday night. Super show, I started this show, it's my show, it's not your show, it's the Dab and Aladdin, Friday night, super show, the show is all Dab and Aladdin, I run the show, it's the Dab and Aladdin, Friday night, super show, the super show is my show now, Dab and Aladdin, Friday night, super show. Hey, yeah. How are you? How you doing? Fuck. How's your mother? Sorry for the fucking minor little uh, delay over here. We had some fucking technical difficulties with some technical shit that you wouldn't understand if I tried to explain it to you because you're a dumbass and not as smart as me. But we are fucking here only like five minutes late, so you cocksuckers can fucking deal with it. And we have name tags now. So now, for everybody that's fucking hating in the comments, saying the guy on the left is a piece of shit, now you can see the guy on the left's name is Dabin Aladdin, and that is me, so you can call me a piece of shit by name and show some goddamn fucking respect. Also, What's poppin', bro? How are you? Fucking dude, what a it's a shit show cause technical difficulties. It's the show. 
We got technical difficulties on both ends. I got I had trouble with the fucking first stream link. You had trouble with your fucking microphone. But next week we'll be fucking good. This show is honestly moving along at a faster rate than it ever moved along in any like if you look at the last like five episodes and how quickly we've advanced you and you look at the last five years of this show and how long it took for anything to advance, you'll see it's like a fucking crazy new speed that things advance at around here. We're taking this shit to new fucking levels. Well, to be fair, I was like producing it when all like for a little while there when all of my shit was working, you know, since like I hadn't really done hardly anything except with you since, uh, you know, like like the beginning of the year. Yeah. Like everything I've done has been with you. So hell yeah, it's I mean it's dude, like, we're, like we're we're a fucking we're a fucking dynamic duo over here, bro. <laughs> we're, we're fucking crushing shit. You know what I mean? This is like I was explaining. I don't know if you listened to the Dab and Aladdin podcast that I did after last week's episode. But, yes, uh, I did. Yeah. What uh? What do you think about that one? I it's fine, but it's like I, you know, it's just you never know where he's coming from, and yeah, it's like I'm I'm fine with it. Dennis knows that I don't like that he just slings all types of bullshit my way from time to time, and it's like I'm just not gonna yeah, I mean like acknowledge it too much. I can't I can't play into that because it's like always gonna be a thing. It's mm-hmm. like. Okay, like, whenever Dennis is ready to grow up and be a big boy again, like, he can come back to the big kids' table. Yeah. yeah well, dude, I mean, and, I, and I just mean honestly, that's, that's just the way it's been with yeah, him for yeah, yeah. a long time. Yo, you know? yeah. I mean, w- what I think is truly best for everyone right now, and I talked to Dennis about this, would be for me and you to continue to do this show, just us, because we have our own fucking dynamic going with this show. We're on the same page right now, and this show's advancing very fast, and I don't want to do anything to bring it back. But as far as Dennis goes, I think what would be most beneficial for him and us would be if he were to just do his own show. I told him I'll give him an hour a week. He was like, I could do two hours. I was like, nah, you can start with fucking one hour. Let's not get uh, start getting fucking greedy over here. But I think that if he knew he has one hour of airtime to fill every week and he has to be prepared for it and he can't count on just going on there and telling us he hates whatever it is that we're doing and he has to fill it. I mean, that's what I think helped me advance. Like, Champ Smokes definitely helped me advance a lot in my broadcasting ability because I knew I'm going to be there in front of cameras and I have to have shit to fucking talk about and it better be right. good. So I think if he had that same pressure on him, I'm willing to produce the show. I, I think DTV is a great name. Get the D. Yeah, yeah. Telling bitches to get the D, make merch that says fucking get the D. I think that that's a fucking move, you know? But well, and I, I started I started doing that like when I first started podcasting and brought, doing the blog talk thing. Like it was me filling time, and it was it was like I first started doing it almost like mostly three times a week and I would do it for two hours, three times a week. And that was just myself. Thank God. If I got a, a caller or, uh, or a guest on, you know, for at least a little bit of that, but I would write out topics and fucking monologues. And I mean, I, I was spending about twice the time for prep work than it did to take to do the show. And I knew that that was like going to propel me forward at a quicker rate that if I just made my, I was like, I'm just starting out. I know I kind of suck still, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, 
yeah, I got, I got the gift of gab or whatever, but it's like I still, I still suck and I'm still new to this, so might as well get, you know, the wind beneath your wings while you still suck, you know, <laughs> like. Yeah, dude, me and you have both gotten complaints that we talk too much, which is honestly a good thing. Because you don't want to have somebody who can't, like, we have to fill a two-hour show right now. I don't want to be here with somebody who doesn't talk enough. You know what I mean? You know what? Meanwhile, with no prep work, you know, yeah. this is just us, like, yeah. we get on and do our thing, you know? Yeah. Like I was fucking saying to Dennis, like, we'll have, like, minor points that we want to touch on and shit, like some topics or maybe some funny lines that we know that we want to fucking get to. Dude, I'm dropping everything tonight. I'm just fucking out of the fucking rhythm, dude. Uh, but we'll, we'll, we, you know, we'll fucking get back on it. But anyway, that's that's enough airtime for anybody else. Let's get back to what everybody talks right. about, what everybody loves, which is us talking about ourselves. How was your week? I, good, good. And I did want to. That, that was the last thing about that Dennis, uh, the the Davin Aladdin podcast that I wanted to touch on because I'm sitting here watching it and I'm like, it's worth a watch. I should I should probably watch it because I hadn't really talked to Dennis like that in a while. And I'm like, you know, it's like, dude, that's what the show is. I knew you're trying to explain to him, you know, but it's like, that's what the show is. And it's like, look, I'm not going to relate to every fucking body. I've got a different life than a lot of people. You've got a way different life than a lot of people. But we also got a lot of things that are similar for, you know, I appeal to the to the married man, the family man or whatever, you know. But I honestly don't think I talk about it that much. I think I think that. He's just hate. I think him. I, I, I think I talk about it when it's in direct correlation to whatever the hell it was that we were spitting back and forth any damn way. You know what I mean? Because it's like, well, that's my life. And it, anyway, the last thing about that was I wrote the comment on the, uh, on the YouTube page for, yeah, for that I show, see. and I was like, I was like, it really does sound like Dennis wants me to tell like me, uh, or to, me to tell the audience like the stories of when I was a luchador in, in Mexico, <laughs> you know, or like when I was a Norwegian fentanyl fucking, uh, uh, dealer, you know? And I'm yeah. like, I'm sorry, that's not my life. I don't have those fucking stories. Yeah. I could sit here and tell you stories about when I was 18 and doing dumb shit. I, I got yeah. plenty of those, Dude, but it's like, it doesn't even matter because what is he bringing to the table? Like not to shit yeah. on him, but what are you bringing? To the, like, are, are you bringing some groundbreaking stories that we're preventing you from talking about by bringing but That's up what I mean. It's like for him, think so. for him, for him, it's like, yeah, I snake some fucking toilets and some drains and patch some drywall. And it's like, nobody wants to hear about your drywall shit, man. That's fucking boring. Like, yeah. it doesn't really make a lot of sense Dude, you you could, know, to, to say that. If you're good at but, radio, you can make talking about doing a drywall fucking hilarious. That sure. could be a fucking hilarious bit. If you were like, all right, I need, I'm gonna fill ten minutes telling you guys about how I filled did this fucking wall today, dude. Since I never do it, I guarantee you, if I had to fix a wall, I would be on here talking about it, and it would be a fucking hilarious bit. You know what I mean? Because right. I would fucking right. make it hilarious because I am hilarious and a comedic genius. And yeah, but fucking anyway, my week this week. It was pretty fucking, it was somewhat fucking boring. And ch- I mean, it wasn't really boring, but it honestly was kind of scary because the fucking, the cat whose nuts got cut off a couple weeks ago, he got like, so like beginning of the week, like I guess probably last like Sunday morning maybe, he just like was fucking out of it. Like normally he's like the more active cat. 
normally oh he was like docile he was yeah dude like he was just laying down he wouldn't move his stomach was like doing like this kind of like shaking kind of and he was just like laying there i didn't know if like it was the shock like two weeks later his fucking testosterone is catching up to him maybe he like ran out of all of it my sister was saying after she got her cat neutered it happened like two weeks later same thing and it was because of the dewormer she thought like they give him dewormer and it takes a while to go through their fucking stomach and it like clears any anything out in there and that could fucking hurt them so this dude he was not eating i was bringing him the fucking water bowl so he could drink he was not eating he would drink when i brought him the water wasn't interested he normally like won't even let let me eat or anybody here eat he is fucking in your dish trying to snag your fucking food like he's normally a fucking terror and this dude wouldn't eat a fucking thing so I was fucking scared for my little fucking dude, bro. Like all week I was bringing him water and then I got him. I, he started eating wet food. I got him like this duck, duck and sweet potato wet food. And I bring him that and he would eat it. And then finally, like throughout, he got really skinny and he wouldn't fucking move. And then like through the week, he's gotten like stronger in the last couple of days. Like finally, he's pretty much back up to 100 percent, man. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was the testosterone. Like I would think like. People act like neutering is all fucking good and you should neuter your animals and shit, but, like, I'm not really for it, man. Yeah, they definitely they definitely get um, more, like, you know, just easygoing and, and slower slower and docile. I mean, even for, even for girls, like, you know, we've got two girls that are spayed and we got one boy, yeah. you know, but uh, uh, for pets, mind you, dogs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not our kids or anything, but they... <laughs> Uh, although that's an idea, you know, yeah, I mean, dude, they might be doing it too <laughs> through fucking GMOs and we don't even fucking know it, dude. They might be putting fucking, I, I've seen it all. Corn. I've, I've seen it time and time again. Yeah. It happens over and over. It's true. The bisphenol A if you eat mixed that, with nanothermite. You eat that fucking payday Monsanto corn. And then next thing you know, your kids like can't have kids. Someone told me that once. It was it was a fucking paranoid guy who's into conspiracy theories. But he told me that like if you eat genetically modified soy, then your kids' kids won't be able to have kids or some shit like that. Here's okay, okay. So here's what it actually is. Yeah. You, look, man, you got me. Just ask. I got all this shit. I got it down. Now yeah, you man. have to remember with with conspiracies. There's always a majority of truth there. Most good ones that are that a lot of people buy onto, yeah. um, you know, of course, not like flat Earth or shit like that, but like things of this nature. Yeah. There's always a a, a a majority percentage of truth, and then the rest is bullshit. Yeah, yeah. You know what like I mean? They find some fact, and then they just go to town off that fact. So here is the truth about that. Now. They test on rats because uh, they actually have the closest internal physiology to humans. They're fucking rats, they, man. Because so many people right, nowadays are fucking crippled little ratas that we I, I, tested on them, man. Because who cares I, if I, they I, have I, kids, man? They're fucking rats, man. We don't want these right. fucking rats to have fucking kids anyway. That rat's womb is so polluted. <laughs> With fucking GMOs, this fucking yeah. rat has eaten so much Monsanto. I can't even have it's, a fucking kid with her, man. Kid with her, man. <laughs> her woman's so polluted. But anyway, <laughs> the, 
the uh, the end result of that is that they tested on rats and GMO corn, I think, was uh, the, the main culprit of, of one of these tests. And they found out. And of course, rats reproduce reproduce like fucking maniacs. Yeah. Um, but they found out that after three generations of what they were feeding the GMO corn or whatever it was to these rats, three like their grandkids would be practically sterile and then they started feeding that shit to us yeah so like maybe like not my kids but like my kids kids probably more likely but it, it's I a possibility that, like it's real shit i'm not i'm not even saying that that what happened with rats is what is going to happen with humans you know but be. they did find they did find that three generations down i would like to think that humans uh systems are you know, of course, more resilient and, and intelligent design and, and things like that. But yeah. um, it's it's not a it's not a complete uh, 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 sidestep to say that somewhere down the line, if that continues. Yeah, um, I believe that, it, that, dude. Like, I I really try to eat me. I've been slipping lately, obviously, but I really try to stick to the organic, at least non shit when I'm shopping, man. Like. People right. don't realize how how it's like an actual thing. They think you're a crazy hippie when you're like, oh, I try to eat organic because they don't understand. But, dude, I literally learned it from a fucking class at a fucking community college. At a, I, I needed to take a science class to graduate, took environmental science because I figured we are just going to look at leaves and shit. And then the bitch just would lecture us every day on how bad GMOs are. And then she would say, she would like tell us how bad they are. And then it'd be like, all right, so do you like only eat organic? And she'd be like, well, you're sitting there eating a snack pack, you know, or some shit. Yeah. And I'd be eating your Lance crackers and shit. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I definitely used to eat really bad, dude. And eating bad, like, ruins everything. I would go work out, but then you go eat something that you think is good and it's not fucking good. You know what I mean? And it, it honestly came from when I was older. I started becoming friends with a bunch of fucking personal trainers. Because they have, like, they have similar schedules to, like, stoners, you know what I mean? They just fucking do what they... And most of them do smoke a lot of fucking weed. Like, because... Well, this is also the thing. Most personal trainers are, like, entrepreneurs. And I'm an entrepreneur. As I've been criticized as being a successful entrepreneur who sleeps until 2 p.m. every day, which is pretty much the fucking dream. So, a a lot of personal trainers are on the same schedule, and they don't fucking drink alcohol because it's like calories and they're all into fitness so they just fucking smoke weed trust me i know dude yeah so i would just be a fat fuck eating fucking gas station food and smoking blunts and i'd be chilling with personal trainers and they'd just be dropping knowledge on me like you shouldn't be eating anything that has more than 15 grams of sugar and blah 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 and i look at what i'm eating and it's got like fucking 90 grams you you know you know what i mean some fucking shit i'm like jesus I i thought this shit was healthy yeah, I just try to, like, offset, uh, like, in my stupid fucking bro mentality mind, you know, bro science mentality mind, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of like, look, I mean, I know I sit out here and fucking drink and smoke, and but I, it's like, you know what, I'm also eat, eating right, I'm also working out, you know, so I'm like, I'm trying to off, I'm trying to offset the bad shit that I do to myself, like, as yeah. good as I can, yeah. you know, I and sa- same with my kids. Like I, I can't, I can't feed my kids fucking, you know, asparagus and, and uh, wag new beef or whatever. Like 
every fucking yeah. day. You know what I'm Dude, saying? It's but it's be like expensive feeding kids. I'm I'm lucky enough that it, I don't. Have it's a nightmare. Food. It's a it's a nightmare. Like I spend more in food than I do on my mortgage for my Damn. house every month. That's wild. Like dude. no lie, no lie. But I'm also, like I said, I'm making, yeah, they get snack packs and shit like that from time to time. And, but like, I'm always putting like sweet peppers or carrots and, you know, uh, organic fruit and vegetables and like a good, like a boar's head, you know, uh, sandwich, you know, yeah. with like good, like good stuff, the whole grain bread and stuff. But, you know, they get, they get shitty shit too, you know, that I probably shouldn't be buying, you know, yeah. Doritos and shit like that. But it's like, I I'm giving them enough shit. healthy stuff. Yeah. I feel like my parents had no idea what was healthy and what wasn't healthy. They our, just our parents' generation had no idea. Yeah, they literally, and, and you can't really be mad at them. Because it wasn't really accessible. To, like, they didn't have the internet. They didn't have all this well, fucking shit, you know? Well, also, they were, like, the dawn of, like, the TV dinner, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like that was when that shit first came a thing. And I could only imagine how, like, nuclear those first, like, TV dinners were when yeah. they first came out. Yeah, like, those things were, like, <laughs> those things were developed by NASA and had radiation in it. <laughs> when I was little, we ate the ones at my grandmother's house. They were, had, like, a penguin on them. They came in, like, blue containers. Kid Cuisine, man. I yeah, still got them. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. We used to eat those things at my grandmother's with fucking Dunkaroos and fucking fruit Dunk snacks. <sighs> Everything, dude. This shit was not good for you, dude. I, no, I'm and like, I even did that shit well into my, like, early 20s. Yeah, like, before dude. I had kids. Oh, definitely. was, like... Because I was working, like, at the time, I was working anywhere from 10 to 16 hours a day. Yeah. like five days a week and uh like i was stuck on like and i was broke too so like i would be stuck on hungry man's which is essentially oh, the, the which is essentially the grown-ups it's the grown-ups kid cuisine if yeah. you don't know you know what i mean but when i was like 200 pounds in like middle school and high school i used to fucking I used to love those hungry mans because Booker T. It's like a fifteen hundred calories yeah, per dude. box. And like it's just, you don't need nothing commercial. else for the day. <laughs> Booker T. was on the commercial. I don't know if you fucking remember that, but I'd see that. I'd be like, oh well, that's obviously what you have to eat if you're going to be in the WWE. So, mom, will you get me some fucking hungry mans when you go to the store? You know, and I'd fucking eat those. But, dude, you want to hear? about fucking conspiracies and shit they fucking put in your bodies and shit, dude. I watched, I, so all week while I was just chilling, taking care of the fucking cat, I fucking was just binge watching shit on TV. And I, one of the conclusions I came to is that, uh, Amazon prime video is better than Netflix. Hands down, dude. It's definitely better than fucking lately, Netflix, dude. Definitely Not lately. Only cause they don't support pedophilia. And put out pedophile movies, which Netflix is getting fucking sued by the state of Texas. Did you hear about that? I saw that. Yeah, that I saw that earlier this awesome, week. <laughs> Texas is like not here. That's fucking amazing, dude. I just imagine like a world in the near future where everybody's fucking personalities, it's already started to happen, or like lawyers, or like, uh, like there are no Joe Schmoes anymore. You know what I mean? Like everybody's got to be a lawyer or an accountant or like some shitty, shady shit. You That's know, like most people are, dude. They're. I think I heard it on Rogan or something, but they're they're saying that like 
a lot of smart people that would have like done innovative things to overall help humanity back in the day are now all just like going into accounting because that's like they're the just safest account- bet. They're just they're, they're agents, accountants, and lawyers all trying to fuck over the people that they fucking technically work for. Yeah, you know, like that's that like that's it. yeah. But they could have yeah. used that to be innovative in a different way, but they use all their powers for evil just to fuck people over yeah. day in and day out. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that's pretty much the world in a fucking nutshell. But, hey, we know you're a good dad, but uh, it's my job to make sure that you pay her fucking $3,000 a month in alimony and uh, $5,000 a month in child support <laughs> and never see your kids. Deal? You know, and it's yeah. like, yeah. how about you reform, help reform the system, buddy, or whatever, you know? Yeah, dude, there's you certain know. people's jobs who it like... I, w- I was watching another one of those Jim Can't Swim things. They put up one this week, and they were saying how, like, if a cop can get somebody to confess without having evidence, that cop will likely get a promotion or something. Like, that yeah. looks really fucking good. So, like, but that's what I mean. You, yeah. you don't say that guy's a fucking idiot. You know, yeah. it's like you didn't really do anything. You know, it's like the people that take away business from us, and we already have, like, machines in a location. So it's like... Well, you didn't sell a location. You went in there and offered them a better deal because you've got deeper pockets for that location right now. You know what I mean? It's like you didn't really, like, sell somebody on something. You know, you just fuck somebody else out of the out of the deal. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it doesn't, like, if you sit back and think about it, you're like, this is not good ethics or good morals or anything like that but it's just the way the world 100%. works so you gotta fucking do it but at a certain point like if you are just being a good guy you're not gonna get anywhere you know what i mean so you gotta fucking break the rules sooner or later you gotta go over to the fucking dark side if you want to fucking win pretty much but uh yeah so first thing i watched was a fucking documentary on netflix and it's on amazon prime so it's on like, it's a documentary about the beginning of Netflix, like how they started in the fucking 90s. Oh, yeah. Like, the guy would, like, he wanted to do it with VHSs, but you couldn't mail VHSs without Boy, them I, getting fucking smashed. It wasn't going to work out. And, yeah, that's one of the boats I missed, man, because, like, I knew, I knew when they started sending, because we had it, like, as soon as they started sending DVDs to your houses, yeah. and Blockbuster started shutting down She's all across the planet. Yeah. My mom would always have it set up so she was getting the, like, new releases. She'd always mail it right at the right time and then get the new one right at the right time. She was super into it. But so, like, in the 90s, they wanted to do it with VHSs, but you couldn't mail them. And then as soon as DVDs started popping off, he mailed a DVD to himself, and he was like, oh, shit, this is the fucking move. And they actually tried to get uh, uh, Netflix tried to get uh, Blockbuster to fucking buy them. Like they I think I forget how much they wanted. It was a lot of money. It was like maybe fifty mil or something. But they were like, you can buy us and then we'll run your whole online thing. And they would have basically they would have basically made Blockbuster have like the, right. the Netflix. If if that was the case, my kids would know what Blockbuster yeah. is at this point. Yeah. Big time. Because well what they did, here's what they did. Also, and I haven't seen this documentary, but I know it's a little good, bit dude. about it. it it's is called it, Netflix versus the world. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to check that out. Uh, yeah, I'll probably watch that tomorrow before football. But oh, yeah. um, that, that uh, I, what happened after, I, 
know a little bit about that because the Blockbuster wasn't doing so well, and they started to get the DVDs in. Like the, it was like they started to do DVDs, and that whole transformation from having like a little bit of you know VHS tapes, a little bit of DVDs, and then going strictly DVD, and then like that was a whole thing uh, for yeah. them at the time. Yeah, but it was like also after like after that thing with Netflix went down, Blockbuster did their own thing exactly. like that for a while. In you know, for, for a short period of they time, they failed to push it all the way. It was gaining traction and it was becoming somewhat successful, and then they kind of just stopped. That's what they were saying in the documentary is that if they continued to do it, they could have given Netflix a run for their money, but they just kind of stopped and just fucking gave up and they were dead and they just kept that one store open in Washington and it was fucking over. But if they kept doing the, the online thing that they started, they had a chance to give Netflix a fucking run for their money. But it's just so interesting that Netflix could have been owned by Blockbuster and basically made Netflix within Blockbuster under the Blockbuster name, and they fucking just totally. made a vote on it. Yeah. They and not, all, not only that, you wouldn't be hearing Netflix. It, Netflix would have been, I'm sure they would have uh, eventually like done their own movies yeah. and put out stuff that like was under the block, like the umbrella of yeah. uh, Blockbuster, Blockbuster or whatever. Blockbuster would have but... turned into a streaming business. Yeah, dude, it they, would be fucking crazy. But they'd at, like, be everywhere. at the time, Netflix was so ahead of it that they were like, like they were so ahead of the time that to go into Blockbuster, Blockbuster kind of laughed in their face. Like, what is? It was still like an idea that hadn't been fully executed, so they didn't really believe that it could be done to their fucking company. But what they did say is that the one company that Netflix was actually really scared of was actually Amazon. And that's because they knew that Amazon... That's business model. Yeah, and they knew that Amazon could make enough money selling random shit on Amazon that they could fund the whole streaming operation. Like when Blockbuster... I mean, when Netflix puts out a movie that they paid for all the production on, they kind of yeah. are hoping on some fucking turnaround. You know what I mean? Because they just invested their money in that. But then you have... Amazon, on the other hand, who is like, well, we can just start this whole streaming company. If it doesn't make any money for years, who gives a fuck because we're making money off Amazon Prime. So right. it doesn't even matter. It's like a whole. Well, and there's and there's plenty of things. Bones. Right. But there's also plenty of things that Netflix has started to fuck up. But quick, quick history lesson. Uh, in 2004, I believe it was. Um, I didn't even know this because I had it on DVD. But it was a Netflix documentary. It was completely oh, wow. produced and funded by Netflix in 2004, and it was uh, the Comedians of Comedy with Patton Oswalt and oh. Maria Bamford and um, Brian Posehn um, and all of them. But that that came out in like 2004. Like that oh, was, wow. I think, Patton that Oswald's was before they started. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they didn't even have a kid yet. But uh, yeah, she they didn't even have enough. She, she didn't even have. Yet. He didn't even have an orphaned kid yet, but uh, they <laughs> they fucking so so they did that. But where Netflix has really started to fuck up a lot is that they are they they have fallen victim to not just woke culture, but investing a lot of money in fucking programs that no like originals yeah, that nobody wants to watch. It's bad, like dude. no, a lot of shit on Netflix yeah. that's come out over the past year or two. Has been, and Garbage. this is pre 
pre-pandemic too. Yeah. There's been don't get me wrong. There's a lot of good ones. There is a good amount of good ones. Yeah. But uh, there's so many that are just absolute dog shit. Yeah. If you can give me a fucking movie or show where the fucking main hero person is a bitch or gay or whatever the fuck it is. Right. That's not like the point of the movie and it's just kind of in there. That's fine, bro. Whatever. But if you the shoehorning, the fucking shoehorning, yeah, dude, if you go out of your way to just be like, men suck, you can't trust them. Fucking that has nothing to do with this fucking story. (laughs) You're forcing me out of enjoying it. You're like, you're raping my ear. You're going to enjoy this, but now we're going to specifically target you and say you're a piece of shit. And I'm like, all right, well, why am I going to watch your fucking dumb movie? You know what I mean? But I watched this one series on Amazon Prime, and it was a remake of a fucking UK series. So if you look it up online, it's just a bunch of UK people talking shit about how Americans ruin shit. But we'd have, I haven't watched their dumb series, but our version is definitely way better than whatever the fuck they made. Because this was the fucking shit. And it has Dwight from The Office, which is from another famous great American version of a shitty British show. And then it has like uh, some other fucking famous actor guy who you would know. And basically, right... It was just like eight episodes. They definitely have it set up for another season. It got kind of whack towards the end, but it was good enough that I'm going to get... What's it called? It's called Utopia. Okay, yeah, I've I seen it pop up, but I... I've seen it pop up, but I ain't watched it or nothing. So this is what this shit is, right? Is uh, It starts out like a comic book convention. and Or it starts out before the comic book convention. It starts going around to all these different nerds and they're all pumped that there's coming out with the second version of this fucking comic book. You don't know what it is. They're all just like, oh, the second utopia, the second utopia, blah, 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 blah. So they're all excited. Then it goes to a fucking convention for the comic book, and they're all cosplaying at, like, a hotel convention center type thing. And, like, they're all walking around dressed as characters from the comic book. And the way it's set up is everybody there gets to see one page of the comic book, and then after they see that one page of the comic book, they can make a bid on the comic book. And they make a bid, and then they go walk, like wander around the convention. So everybody's doing this. They go over there, make a bid, see one page, and they go walk around. And then what you start noticing is like half the people at this convention believe that this comic book actually has clues to like nine eleven. Basically, oh, that's basically <laughs> okay. what it is. But it's a it's the new 9/11. It's clues to the pandemic, which is a little bit bodily on the head. But they claim like it gives you a disclaimer before the show, like this is not based on any actual pandemic. Blah 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 blah. But so they think that the comic book has clues about a pandemic and the clues to saving humanity are in this comic book. Yada yada yada. So then this one guy goes in the fucking room and he's like, "I'll give you guys twenty thousand for the comic book right now," and they're like. Oh shit, that's higher than any bid we've gotten. Alright. And they just give him it for twenty K and then the dude goes up to the fucking penthouse and he's just chilling. And then like he goes out to just bang cosplay sluts, which is pretty much the move. Like I'm gonna go to this convention where they all worship a comic book and then I'm just gonna buy right. a comic book and then bang all the sluts. Fuck that. I wanna I wanna I wanna bang a broad that looks like the pink Power Ranger, motherfucker. Like real, dude. <laughs> that was my first crush. I would totally bang the pink Power Ranger. 
But dude, Kimberly Johnson, yo. Yeah, dude. Dude, that is. <laughs> which, by the way, which, by the way, is the exact antithesis of what uh, of what the shoehorning of all of these types of shows are now. And it was like the Asian Power Ranger was yellow. You know, the fucking the uh, the the green one was Irish. The black one was uh black. Was he really? You know, like, yeah, the black That's Power Ranger hilarious. was the black color, and I it was like, that and now and now they're like have to shoehorn in. Like, I know this is a story about comics, but we really need to take this time to talk about the patriarchy. Like, yeah, that has nothing to do with the story, man. Yeah, but, dude. but so this one, uh, they, the whole thing is like this bitch named. There's a bitch named Jessica Hyde, and it's like Jessica Hyde must stay alive. I think that's her name. And the whole story, so she's obviously the hero, but like it was at no point in it was I like they're making men look weak and they're going out of their way to be like, oh, she's black and a lesbian and this and that. In fact, she didn't, right. she didn't, she was against having any sex. She was just like, she was saying that there's no time for sex because they're trying to save the world. So, you know, you got to do what you got to do. But so, anyway, this guy's just a man. He's like, all these bitches worship a comic book they're not going to get. I'm going to go buy it and then be like, hey, you want to read it? It's in my room. Let's go. So, he's just, he's really using his position of power and white privilege to just, just really get this comic book, you know? Well, well, clinch the pearls. <laughs> clinch the pearls. <laughs> so, he fucking... This dude gets like Louie did, like ah uh, yeah, he, not yeah. E- not even really, He's not like, even. You can watch that, but first you have to watch this. But so, uh, everyone's at the hotel. They're all the, like arguing if it's real or not, and then this dude gets it, brings it up to his room, and then uh, everybody starts going there to bid on it. And everyone in the room is just partying. It's like this one bitch is kind of running the show. And then some other dude who's clearly her, like, boyfriend or whatever. And then, uh, th- so, everybody's going there. And they'll be like, yo, like, do you still have it? And, like, I, I want to make a bid and see a page. And she's like, no, I gave it to a guy. And then they'll be like, oh, who was it? And she would give him a business card. Be like, oh, it's this guy. He's in the penthouse. Blah, blah, blah. So, her, she <laughs> gives fucking like, selling out bitch. Like, yeah, like, bang on his door. She was, <laughs> she was clearly, like, a fucking, like, just a rich bitch who had this a comic flunky. Book. Yeah. She did they, she, they didn't care about the comic book at all. And everybody else there is, like, obsessed with it. They're just like, yeah, we're going to sell this comic book to these fucking nerds. So. Seems like nerd culture to me. Yeah. yeah absolutely, I mean, that's pretty 100%. much the way to do it. Just make money off these nerds. That's, right. what, that, that's pretty much right. the fucking move. Go so, back and write fan fiction about that, you yeah. By the way, go and buy a dab and Aladdin sword based off video game and anime swords. So anyway, <laughs> so fucking uh, she gives the card to some little kid, and then he starts to go up there, and then she gives it to these fucking two Irish seamen dudes. But then the Irish dudes go in there, and uh, they fucking long story short, they fucking inject them all with heroin. This is where I was like, this is a good show now. Because like, sure, you're, yeah. you're not sure how it's going to go. And then all of a sudden they're like, all right, this is just going to like knock you out. And then you're going to wake up with a little hangover. And then they just start shoving needles in these kids' arms. They're right. Like, it's it's like fun to and pokey and funny to start out with. But then it's yeah. like it gets dark. It gets dark really, really fucking quick. quick. Like, yeah. <laughs> so then, dude, this is when I just fell in love with this show. So first, these Irish dudes just fucking shoot 
everyone in the room up with fucking heroin. And they all just then it cuts back to them and they're all just dead. And I was like, all right, this show is going to go some way that I'm going to find entertaining at least. And then uh, and then from there, they basically get the list of everybody who's made a bid on this comic book. And they just go around the hotel and they just whack them one by one. And then they call into their little headquarters and they're like, I got the list of these people. I need you to check if any of them have a history of mental illness. And then they find one guy that has a history of mental illness and knock on his door. And then they're like, oh, nice view. Then he looks to the side, boom, shoot him in the side of the head, make it look like he shot himself, put the gun in his hand. Next thing you know, it's on the news. And it's like one guy who had a history of mental illness killed like 15 cosplayers at a fucking hotel. So they get away. It's not too far fetched. Exactly. <laughs> not That's too far fetched. Some Las Vegas shooter shit. I was like, all right, yeah. fucking Stephen Paddock or whatever his fucking name right. is. Yeah, you don't yeah. even you don't even have to like like uh, get that phone call from the CIA and go on like the Fox trots slowly at midnight and you know yeah. activate yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, yeah. How, however the fuck it works. We've we, we've talked about the Las Vegas shooting on here before, but anyway, this shit I was just like, wow, this show is so like just on point of everything I would want in a show. So then they fucking whack all these people one by one, blame it on the guy, and then uh, the kid who had gotten the guy's room key, he gets the comic book, and then he's on the run, and then the whole show is basically these kids. The episode ends with like this bitch walking into the room. She looks like a black hippie bitch, like she really looks like a homeless fucking junkie. And like she looks like she does a lot of ketamine and that type of shit. Like she or it's like a rage. voodoo witch doctor in New Orleans somewhere, maybe. Like yeah, no, nah, dude. She looks like a Grateful Dead bitch, like a black Grateful Dead bitch. Gotcha. Okay. Breed. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> <A> rare breed. <laughs> so then this bitch walks in the room. And the white bitch is, like, the only one who did an OD from the heroin. Maybe she had some past experience with it, or I don't know what oh, it is. Okay. But she, she, she's basically, like, she's basically, like, they gave me, they gave me heroin. And then she, and then the bitch is, like, uh, somehow the white bitch is, like, who are you? And then the black one's, like, I'm Jessica Hyde. And then it's, like, oh, shit. And then she walks away, and then the episode ends. And then the show is just pretty fucking dope. Because you basically find out that... I mean, I don't want to spoil the whole show because I encourage everybody to go and fucking watch it. But, I mean, it's basically just eight episodes of them trying to figure out what the thing is in the comic book. And the comic book was written by Jessica Hyde's dad, who was a mental patient at a mental hospital. And he's supposedly dead now. And then it also has... um, It has a bitch. It has the bitch from The Wire. The black lesbian cop from The Wire. Uh-huh. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? She's in there. Yeah. She works for Homeland Security. So kind of similar, like, to being a cop in Baltimore. And, yeah, it's it's a it, it's a fucking pretty good show, dude. This show, dude, I watched the whole thing. I started watching it at, like, at like maybe 1 a.m. one night. And I watched five or six episodes until, like, 6 a.m. I went to bed. I woke up the next day, and I watched the, the next two and it, it was right. it was fucking good, dude. I definitely recommend this show. Did you, did you ever see uh, Upload? I think it was called or Uploaded or whatever. Honestly, I didn't watch it because my mom and my sister told me to watch it, so I thought it would be gay. And it fucking there, it it there, seemed just like an episode of Black Mirror. Um. Well, it's it's also like 
a series. I mean, I think there's like ten episodes or whatever, and there is it some just of it that's like gay, gay, but of, and they they tried to basically my mom. It's tried a pretty to cool concept. It. My mom tried to use it to tell me to stop vaping. She was like, they have a thing in there with the hospital. That was, I was just about to say, yeah, they have they have a handful of these things that are like, that, that once again, it's a decent show, but they've got a good bit of shit that's really shoehorned in there. Yeah, like, they're like, well, we already know that gender is, they said gender is a co- uh, social construct is yeah, whatever. Cause like, watching that shit. It, it was, and it was like, just small things like that that don't have they don't go any further than just like these little jabs yeah. like that but that's what i fucking uh, overall, hate, dude. because overall it's a good is, show but every, yeah that kind of shit everything is me so off, gay right now like half the shit just because they have the election and all that shit but that's not even the whole of it there's a whole bunch of shit that makes everything really gay right now but anyway the thing about this fucking utopia show is that it does fall victim to the same thing a lot of other shows do i think where in the era of series on fucking Netflix and Hulu and fucking Amazon, I think they try to want multiple seasons. I really think they could have wrapped this show in a season and just gave it an ending that's like, oh shit, that's a good show. But instead, they try to stretch it with a fucking like cliffhanger ending, like the bitch's dad is still alive, and it's like, I don't want to see this now. I don't give a fuck. You told me he was dead. He he should be dead. Because it's a brutal show, very like killing people true like she fucking kills her mentor and then rips her fingernails off one by one and it's like dude this show is intense and brutal and like dark and twisted i don't want it to end like i mean i don't i i I want it to end in one season i don't want it to not end in a season and be some fucking gay cliffhanger shit you just gotta end it i think the same thing i've heard people say the same thing about stranger things which is true i watched the first season and i couldn't make myself give a fuck about about it after that and just same like it's different but the same i can't some shows wrestling right now because there's no audience can't give a fuck about football because half the players aren't there and they're all getting covid and i just don't give a fuck and there, there's uh, don't get me wrong. Like uh, I definitely do think that there is some of that that works with some of those shows to do multiple seasons, but they're also aiming like that for every fucking one, like you said. And it's yeah. like there's some that you just don't need to do that yeah. with. Um, there's there, like uh, we just started one of those like the haunting of whatever. You know, oh, we like the last one. I just started watching the, that too. The series on on Netflix. Yeah, it's the new one. We watched The Haunting of Hill House and like yeah. that. But the good thing about that is they keep coming out with them. And but it's different stories like every yeah. season. Like uh, like how Amer- Oh yeah, American yeah. Horror Stories was like that, and, or yeah. is like that. But and but also they overextended their welcome. Like yeah. that sh- that shit hadn't been good for like three or four seasons now. You know what I mean? Like it, it's yeah, it. Dude. It's garbage. It's like the office after Michael Scott left. It's just not going to be good. Just fucking end it. Just stop. But this fucking series you're talking about now is the one with the, like, nanny or whatever in the house where the last nanny fucking killed herself. Yeah, I literally just started watching. We watched, like, maybe two episodes. Yeah, we just, like, we wanted to watch it. So I was like, babe, I got to set this rig up. But I'll watch, you know, one episode so we can at least kind of get into it so we oh, watched yeah. the first episode like oh, yeah. right before we came on air so you watched the, the new adam sandler movie on netflix yet no dude, it's so funny dude you <laughs> i haven't seen any it. of those dude. dude adam sandler's hilarious 
he's a comedic genius and will be funny forever, and he can do no wrong. And the fucking it's all like <laughs> he made some Halloween movie, dude, and it's just hilarious. It's on Netflix right now. It's like a new movie. Kevin James plays a cop, but like he, it's just the small things. Like tells his mom that like his mom's wearing a shirt that says like boner donor. And she's like, she's like, I got it at a thrift store. I think boner means mistake. Like, oops, I made a boner. And then he's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. So then the whole movie, every time they make a mistake, they're like, oops, that was my boner. Like, oh, I made a boner. <laughs> fucking and then the end of the movie, like the last scene, his mom has on a shirt that says kayaking gets me wet. <laughs> it was just hilarious to see like an 80 year old lady in a shirt that says sexual things on it. It'll never not be funny. Yeah. Just like old lady I, smoking weed. It's funny and goes viral until they say the N-word on a live stream and then everything comes crashing down. You can ask that right. granny. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Forgot about her. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know how she's doing nowadays. She really did just kind of ruin her whole shit. I don't know how you get that fucked up. That you just can't stop saying the N-word on a live stream with a black person on the live stream who keeps telling you to stop saying the N-word and you can't. Right. It's, yeah. I don't know it, how you get to that level of fucking. When you have like a million followers, like, I don't care about what I say on here and what I say on, like, my Snapchat and shit like that. But on Instagram, I know I have 12,000 followers and that's where I make my money selling swords. So I'm like, I'm not going to fuck that up and go on there saying some shit. If I had a million followers and was verified hanging out with Dan Bilzerian and Drake, I wouldn't be on a live stream saying the N-word. Right. I, somehow find the restraint no matter how bad I wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You gotta somehow just restrain yourself from doing it at that level. Yeah. But th that is, and you know, especially, yeah. I've just never been in that position to where it's like, you know, I've, I've told you I've always done this because it's like a passion and I like doing it. Yeah. I think I'm all right. I think I'm all right at it. But, well, yeah. uh, it's, it's, I'm so glad that I don't fucking have my livelihood, like, attached to this shit, oh, you know man. what I mean? Like, at all, at all, so. Oh, yeah, dude. That was, like, I don't have one to worry things, about any of that shit. That was, like, one of the revelations that I had during the fucking pandemic is, like, I'm so happy that I do multiple different things and don't have to rely on one thing. Because it's not like I'm like, oh, like I can just take a few months off doing my wrestling show right now. And it's like fine because wrestling sucks and I don't want to watch it. If wrestling, if talking about wrestling was the only thing I knew how to do and the only thing that I did, you know, then it would suck right now because wrestling sucks and I would be hating my life. But I can just say, fuck that. I'd rather just ride an e-bike and talk about whatever I want on the Friday Night Super Show. So I just fucking do that. I make my swords. I do multiple different things, and I don't fucking have to rely on one thing. And if I fucking decide to use one platform to be racist and use all my followers, then ho luckily, hopefully, I can have another platform where I can do whatever I want. And at this point, I feel like most of my followers kind of know what the brand is. People don't realize that I'm actually doing the Lord's work. I actually get messages from people that tell me like, hey, man, I'm going through some fucked up shit and uh, my life's rough right now. 
and when I listen to your podcast or well, not really the podcast, but they tell me somebody messaged me last week. Does anybody actually tell you that you're doing the Lord's work though? <laughs> not not word for word, but that's pretty much what they say. Somebody actually messaged me last week and said that they're going through some rough shit and that when they see my Snapchat every day it makes them laugh and they look forward to it and it helps them get through it. I'm like, word, dude, I'll continue to be completely outrageous on my Snapchat because, you know, that that's really what I'm doing it for. I've definitely been through shit before where I need to watch shit that's going to make me laugh and you need to watch as much of it as you can and that's the only way to get by, you know? So that's the fucking, that's really what I'm trying to do for people. If your life is rough, you can listen to this or tune into me and I'll fucking entertain you with my psychoness. And if you have a fucking job that you're worried about getting fired from, I don't. So you can live, you thing. can yeah, live no, vicariously through me, you know, that's, that's a good point that, that I think is, uh, you know, really not untapped. I think it's very tapped, but it's also like, why do you think like all of the podcasts, like the shit that we listen to, like are exploding? It's yeah. because you do live vicariously through those people where you're like, man, I, I mean, not, not me or you because we get to do the same thing with whatever we want. But I yeah. just mean like the public in general probably work at fucking offices where, you know, they would get fired just for listening to, oh, yeah. to half the shit that we have. You know what I'm saying? Easily, man. And it's like, we're kind of like their, uh, spokesperson or fucking, you know, like Senator, if you will. You know, you know what I mean? We're out we're there the, lobbying the, for the, the people. We're the voice for the voiceless, man. Yeah, dude. Exactly. <laughs> like, I'm sure there are some wrestlers that would love to just tweet out Nyla Rose as a tranny and put out pictures of Nyla Rose as a dude. But they can't do that because they're hoping that AEW hires them someday. Luckily, I don't give a shit. So I'm here to fucking give you what you want and what you want to say. Even just the regular common man around Massachusetts, blue-collar people that I'm friends with. Nyla Rose tried to get my friend fired from his fucking construction job because I tweeted on his Twitter some shit about trannies in Nyla Rose. I didn't really tweet about a tranny. I, I, didn't, I didn't tweet about trannies. I tweeted about Nyla Rose. You know what I mean? It was one. It was singular. And it is a mental illness, and time will prove... That I am right. They will look back at history and call me a, a fucking philosopher who is ahead of his time and really knew what was good and was doing it for the people. But, yeah, that's really just the point I'm trying to make here is that we're sure. the fucking voice for the voiceless, like you said. Yeah. And, uh, you know, time, time will tell, but it's like this shit can't go on forever. Not yeah. to... You know, like, dude, drag that shit up again, but it's like it really can't. That like, like society will change for the very worst. Yeah. If this shit at this rate goes forward and doesn't swing back, like you know, I hear all these comics and you know all these people talk about like how they're expecting like the swing back and all of that shit, and it's like. Man, I don't know, man. This shit might go south really fucking quick, man. You know, and yeah. and that's terrifying. Where it's like you're already starting to see it in all sorts of social media and online culture where they look at anybody that's not extreme left as like a dinosaur that yeah. needs to be weeded out. Yeah. Hell, we know a few of those. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we do the, um 
it's like I was thinking about this because I read something. The Rock is the number one most followed man in America and the number one most followed American man in the world. He has a bigger following than anybody. So I don't follow him, but yeah. But <laughs> what I take, I watched an interview with him earlier today, and I mean, look, he's people's champion, most probably most famous wrestler of all time. What he's done for WWE and everything, like I, I think The Rock is fucking great. Don't get me wrong. But if you think he's going to tell you the truth, and if you think that everything coming out of The Rock's mouth isn't constructed through fucking 20 filters and writers and everything that he posts isn't doesn't serve a purpose of getting you to think something or buy something, then you're fucking mistaken. What you're going to get from us is going to be the truth. We may not be right, and we may not have the money or the followers, but we're going to at least tell you the fucking truth because we don't have anything to lose. The more money, the more followers someone has, the more they have to lose, and the more likely you are to be getting straight bullshit from them. Absolutely, and, yeah. and you can't, like, like. I watch these people, and I know you're on the same boat as I am with stuff like that, and it's just like, it must be exhausting. I mean, God forbid I have to ever do anything with any sort of intrinsic value, uh, like in a corporate setting or anything like that, and not work for myself, or, you know, have to do something never. else again, other than, because Really, like the only place that I would be hired is going back to doing like serious, like manual labor, warehouse jobs. You know, I might be able to be like a manager at a at a grocery store of some sort or something like along those lines. But man, uh, yeah, to work in corporate America again it just has to be so castrating and restricting for. The majority of Americans, quite frankly, you know, the majority if, of people. If everything goes to shit for me and I need to go into hiding, it's going to be overnights at a grocery store listening to podcasts and stocking shelves. And that's, that's what, what I was doing. That's what I was doing before all this shit. I was, I, I was either working at a warehouse, you know, or uh, before I worked that job, I was, I was doing overnights, um, stocking shelves, yeah. man. And, and I wouldn't mind it, dude. I would not want to see people's faces. That's like I have had enough. I worked retail from when I was 14 to fucking 21. I'm if I have to work a regular job again, it is not going to be dealing with customers. It's going to be working yeah. overnight with a crew of Mexicans and talking shit. That's what it's going to fucking be. And it, it, that's what, <laughs> and that's what I have to do now. That's yeah. what I have to do now. I yeah. I am the guy. Like as far as um. You know, I got one other guy that's one of my business partners that he's good with all the, you know, he does the technical stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so he's got answers that I don't necessarily have because I don't have all the knowledge on the technical aspect of some of that shit. Yeah. But as far as like, pub, as far as like public relations and dealing with customers, like that's me. And I was never that guy before. I was I never it. that guy before. And I don't necessarily hate it, but it is um a little bit outside of my my nature you know what i mean yeah but i can also be i can also be relatable over the phone you know talking to people and yeah you know i, I you could throw anything my way and i can make a conversation about it with those people yeah. you know what i mean so. yeah i like there's certain things i like about retail but dealing with the customers is not it what i find fascinating about retail and what i like to work on is like 
the retail experience kind of like ever since I was younger I always loved the fucking midnight openings for video games I always loved like the excitingness around a launch and everything so now that's what I like to do with my retail store dabinaladdin.com I'm now releasing swords every Friday and all week it's like a marketing campaign to release this sword on Friday then on Friday I do it then the weekend get back to the workshop and the next week all is like a marketing campaign like I was thinking actually like it makes me think a lot about like different experiences that I've had. Like nowadays, the big, big famous thing nowadays is the pop-up shop. That is what this generation has brought to the table as far as retail goes. And part of that is because most of it is from influencers and people online who can afford to own a store. But if they say they're going to have a pop-up shop this day and blast it out to all their followers, they can get a couple thousand people to show up and buy a fucking shirt or whatever it is they're, they're hucking. Well, you know, I told I told you about my homie Andrew uh, that has his dark wave tools. You know, the stabbing shit that yeah, is yeah. undetectable with metal detectors yeah, yeah, and yeah. cool like knives and shit. Um, but uh, you know, he waits until he makes like a good bit of them and just throws that out on Instagram. Books open Friday night at eight o'clock. Yeah. Boom, and then and then within. Like, honestly, within two or three hours, he will have an entire batch of whatever the fuck that he had to sell yeah. completely sold out, That's you know, and, and it's it, it's nuts. It's yeah. nuts. But, man, he's doing it the right way. Like, he, he, he's got a lot of the same business model that you do. Yeah. You know, you buy his shit, and then he fucking wraps it up all nice and fucking will send you stickers and shit with your stuff. And, yeah. you know, it's it, – He's got a really, really good thing going with that yeah. stuff. But I honestly yeah, modeled most of my shit off this dude in Houston, Georgie Films. And I used to buy fucking shit from him. Like, he would have releases on Fridays or Thursdays. So I f- forget what day it was. But he would make, like, uh, like UGK phone cases and ashtrays and posters and, like, shit like that. And I used to buy shit from him every time he had a release. And I really loved what he had going on with his whole little brand and his releases. Luckily, like, he was in Houston and friends with all those rappers. So, like, he would have right. Paul Wall helping him promote it. And he'd be friends with Paul Wall. And right, he'd go, he goes, post your shit. he'd go pop. He go pop by Paul Wall's fucking grill shop and actually yeah, have yeah. him do a fucking promo yeah, for shit. Paul Wall, Slim oh, yeah, Dog, like all those fucking guys. So that's pretty dope. <laughs> but I'm not at Houston and I don't have that. But what I do have is some very famous marijuana influencers that I'm friends with all around the country. So I can have them give me their logo and I put that on some shit and send it to them. Like I'm going to do a run soon of all shit just for influencers before the holidays so that they'll all post it and then everyone will come to me and I can sell shit. I'm going to keep dropping heat every Friday. Sure. But, you know, the other thing is, like, you got a decent enough location, too. I mean, not just Boston, but, like, you're three three to four hours from, like, plenty of different fucking dope-ass major cities and places. Like, you could drive. Like, for me, I can't even get out of the state without driving, like, three hours. You know what I mean? Like. You could drive all day in Florida and never leave the fucking yeah, state fucking if you rough. started Key West of yeah. Pensacola is like fourteen hours, Florida. dude. I mean, I could go to New York in a fucking couple hours in like three, four hours. You're in New York. I could go to fucking multiple places. But I was taking advantage of when all the influencers would be here in town for the parties. But now, who knows when there's gonna be fucking parties or anything like that, you know? But 
one of the coolest fucking retail things that I've been to was uh, a Nike fucking pop-up shop in Boston. And it was like, it literally looked like a fucking spaceship in there. Like, you go in, and it's like a circle with lights. You wait in line, and you go, they were like serving food and shit like that. They had video games. And then you go Yeah, in I've never like, been a part of any of that dude, before. Dude, it was so fucking cool. And then you like go in there, and it had like shoes on the wall. Like, with the ticker of how many pairs they had left, because it was all limited drops. So it would be like, this shoe, we got, like, two pairs left out of ten and shit like that. Right. And then when you said you wanted it, they would, like, I think someone from the back maybe put it through the thing, and then they would open it up and take it out. It was, like, a whole experience buying it. They'd, like, stamp it with some shit that you could only see under a black light, and they put a black light on it. It was all this fucking cool shit. But it, like, it made you want to buy sneakers there, because when you're there and they're doing all this cool shit, you're like, well, I'd rather buy a pair right now than go to fucking, you know, I just, wherever. I'm, I'm, I'm a dude that, like, and my dad tells me about, like all these people that live in the Keys, in the Florida Keys, like where he's at, where he's like, man, I hang out with some of these people, like they're fucking millionaires, and you would never guess it. They show up in fucking boat shoes and raggedy ass, like pants, you know, with a liquor t shirt, like they just fucking walked out of a Walmart somewhere, and they're worth millions, mm-hmm. you know. And I kind of, I kind of pride myself on that. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm a half a dirt bag by nature, any goddamn way. But like, man, I'll look strappy when I need to. You know, I can clean up nice and put a suit on and, yeah. and still be all right. But like, I, no matter how much money I inevitably make or whatever, like, I, I, I just couldn't not be scrub life. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm still gonna just live scrub life for like forever, like just because I dig it. I'll have nice shit, you know, like, I like having, like, a nice car, like, a nice home, but anything, like, outside of that, like, I really don't need to ball out like that, like, I'm still wearing, you know, the same old shit I've always worn, pretty much, you know? Yeah. Oh, shit, I'm, like, fucking around with these controls, it's all fucking weird. You alright, man? Yeah, dude, I'm freaking out, man. <laughs> no, I, like, took the audio mixer bar up, I didn't realize there's a whole audio mixer. But then it's like out. It's its own thing now. I'm like, oh shit! I'm freaking out, man. Mm. But yeah, nah. But fucking, I've always just loved the whole like I the whole thing behind launches, behind like new release. Like that shit is always so exciting to me. That's what I'm saying. Like I would wear that shit. That was my yeah. whole point of that. Like I was like, dude, I don't care. Like yeah. It- everybody's clamoring to get these shoes and there's only 10 pairs ever. And I'm like, I'll be like wearing that shit to the store. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know why, but I'm that guy. You know, it's definitely been proven that like the fucking broker you are. I think the more you care about how you look, you know what I mean? Because you don't have the fucking confidence when I didn't have as much money as I do now. I was definitely wearing, like, nice Jordans all the time, trying to look good and, like, spending money on new Jordans. Honestly, ever since I started getting my own brand, like, really popping, I don't think I've bought a pair of Jordans because I'm, like, I'm not going to put money into someone else's brand. I'm working on my fucking own brand. So why am I going to give my well, money that... to fucking Michael Jordan? I'm trying to... And, and, and there was, like, maybe... Head, son. Right, right. And there, there was, like, maybe, like, a short, very short period, like, within maybe two years of my life, like, in my late teens and early 20s, where I was, like, taking that kind of a persona, 
mm-hmm. but it wasn't it it wasn't me it wasn't me when I did it you know what I mean but so it was like yeah I like it felt nice to do because I was like hey you know I never do this I never you know try to get spruced up and dope looking you know what I mean and yeah. I was like having fun I was having fun doing that for a little while but um yeah also as everybody well knows, I've been married twice too. So it's not like, I know that there's that stigma about like, you know, when you're married, you just like give up and who gives a fuck if you get old and bald and fat and look like shit or whatever, you know, there's that whole thing, you know, but it's like, it really hasn't been that way for me. It's cause I've never really quote unquote, like tried that hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? As far as that aspect yeah. goes, yeah, I, I definitely used to try really hard when I was fat, because when you're fat, you definitely have to try harder. Like when I was a fat like teenager and in my early 20s, I was like, I got to always like be freshly showered, nicely shaven. Actually, I think that's a lie. I don't think I was ever nicely shaven, but I was always like smelling good. Always had on fresh clothes, would never wear clothes right. like more than once. And then when I started getting in shape, I was like. I don't give a fuck. I've, I'm in shape. You know what I mean? I don't need... I've always, I've always just been... And this might sound however. I don't give a fuck. But I've always been the personality guy, too. Where it's like, I don't need to... Like, I can look like shit. Like, that's that was like the sense of pride to me. Where it's like, yeah, I know I look like half a fucking dirt bag. But guess what? I can fucking throw some charm on your ass. Or make you laugh. Or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like... I, I always wanted to rely on that more than anything, any goddamn way, you know? Yeah, definitely. It makes sense. So it's like, you got a fucking charming personality and you can make a bitch laugh. I feel yeah, like... Yeah, that goes, that goes miles more than, oh, I got the new fucking Barclays yeah. or whatever was going on at the time, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's actually hilarious because there actually was a point when I had the new Barclays, but... <laughs> <laughs> but, Bam! Yeah. And th- this is gonna sound like I don't know, corny, but through fucking podcasting, I think I got better at fucking talking to girls because I'm used to just talking so much and talking about myself that I could probably I would just be on a. I think if I had to go on a date with a random bitch right now, I'd be like, all right, so what? I have to fill like 50 minutes. She probably wouldn't like me very much because I'm still not good at listening. So I probably still right. wouldn't listen to anything this bitch has to fucking say. But she'd know all about Nyla Rose by the end of the date, probably. And depending on the type of girl she is, maybe she want to fuck me. You know? Well, and I and I wasn't that person growing up. I really wasn't. I really wasn't like this until like probably about 2021. 20, you know, where yeah. I, I got. I got tired of it, A and B. I was like the guy that was like, I don't get me wrong. Like I'm still, I was still like how I am for the people I kept close to me. But like, if I met you for the first time, you would definitely not see, like if I was in the presence of people I don't know, you would not get like who I am as a person. I'm like a, and I still am to a certain extent around like new people or whatever. Like, let me sit back and watch the scene and, and, you know, then come in with the judgment or whatever, yeah. you know, like I'm not, I'm not throwing it all out there with people that I don't know or trust, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, but I, and I was a shit ton more quiet as a kid just oh, doing yeah. that naturally, you know? Yeah. It, 
it would always depend for me, obviously, like the situation. Like there was like some classes in school where I would just be an out of control maniac, and then some yeah. where I was like kind of quiet. You know what I mean? It was Astute. always fucking mixed. Yeah, dude. I'm so happy I'm not in fucking school anymore. But if I was in school, I would be fucking finding so many loopholes with fucking COVID. And every, I would be I would be doing no work for like three we've years. Been, we've, we've been doing that as parents and so of our kids. Like, you know what I'm saying? Where it's like me and Britt are like, man, I don't know that shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm keeping it real. Like, you know, like our kids are in middle school. And I was like, I don't know. But let me tell you something. Anybody that tells you that like that same old horse shit where like, well, you're going to need this later in life. Yet you're not. Are you going to become an architect or an engineer or some such shit? Then guess what? You're not going to. I had a, I had a conversation with my daughter today about um, she's got like a tech class. They've got, they've got classes at a young age of, uh, of stuff that's actually pretty cool and stuff that you would use in, in life. Yeah. And so I'm glad to they, see that at least that's the, starting in what, schools. What do they teach her in the tech class? Like computer shit? Yeah, it's like computer stuff, but it's also like, um, you know, like uh, uh, like like a communications class. If you've ever took a communications class, like a oh, college yeah. class or anything like that. But um, so I talked to my daughter about that too. So you know, you, you learn like correct way to send emails through business, and oh, nice. you know how to how to, how to do that, just how to correspond with people and stuff like that. And, but I, you know, I told her, I said. I, I don't need anything after after pre-algebra. I don't think that I've used anything in my life from like seventh grade on, as far as math is concerned, uh, until I got into college and took an accounting class. Yeah. And still, that's just that's just multiplication, division, addition, and subtraction. It's you know, garbage, but it's dude. used it's used in a way that's applicable to real life. You yeah. know, they fucking totally should bring back like teaching some like vocational school classes at regular schools they didn't teach us anything of the fucking sort at my high school i took like a graphic design class that was cool and taught us some shit but i'm still not good at graphic design shit and uh, well, i was like the last generation of that where they told us that that was like the dummy kids you know like that was like oh you got to go work like they would go off campus to go to like vocational classes to learn how to become an electrician or a plumber and it was like that's that shit if you start in high school you fucking making good money right off the rip coming out of high school it's yeah. like that's not a dummy class dude that's a way to fucking make steady money oh, now yeah, there's a there's a ceiling to that unless you want to start your own business you know yeah. what i mean there's a ceiling to just yeah. being a plumber or an electrician or something like that unless you start to become a businessman yeah. you know that's In which case, like, go take some business. Like I went to school for business management when I went to college. Hell, you know, like that's like no, that was the, my shit. The fucking best thing I think anybody could do is learn like either a trade or some profession that you can do on your own, and then take business 100%. entrepreneur classes on top of that. Mix those two. Like how in like World of Warcraft, you can have two like major fucking things that you do. I don't know nothing that, about all that shit. Yeah, well, like that. <laughs> I forget all the terms. It's been a while. But you make that your two fucking major things. You have, all right, I mean, maybe you do that in college too. You major in minors in something. You fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you're Jeffrey Epstein, it's all minors. 
but (laughs) I got him. But yeah, so you fucking should major or minor in business. And then the other one you should do like either graphic design or fucking something plumbing, anything. Yeah. You fucking need to take business on top of it. Because if you don't know shit about business, it's fucking useless. Because you're just going to well, get like taken advantage of. Not, not necessarily, but there's definitely, like, you're going to be pissed when you get to be, like, 35. Like, when you get to be, like, my age, and you realize that there's, like, a ceiling on that. So it's, like, you're probably going to make all the money that you're going to make other than gradual increases or being the most quote-unquote experienced guy at the job like that's your ceiling at that point yeah you know or you can learn hey i'm gonna buy a couple trucks and hire some of my homeboys that know a thing or two about this stuff and have them go run around for me and we can cover more ground and we can get business cards out there and online stuff and you know all the stuff that that goes goes into that you know dude that's pretty much what i'm doing with aaron right now with the fucking laser like, he went to fucking vocational school. Oh, that's just dope, by he, the way. Thank you, dude. Yeah, dude. We've been having so much fun with it. He's been learning all new fucking I like, techniques. I like, that de- I like that death metal Davin Aladdin design oh, yeah, that you dude. got. It looks, it looks like a death metal band's uh, logo. Yeah, it's that's just like dope. what that guy does. His name is like Slaughtered Art on Instagram. And he randomly reached out to me a couple years ago and was like, I would love to make like a different version of your logo for you. And I was like, yeah, man, fucking go for it. He didn't, I didn't pay or anything. He just fucking made me a new version of the logo, and then he gave it to me, and I was like, that's sick. So I printed, like, I think I printed, like, a thousand stickers, and I sent him, like, a hundred or two hundred of them, and he was pumped about that. And then now I'm going to mail him one of the fucking rolling trays that I made with the Fresh. logo on it, fucking limited edition. Yeah, dude, I'm making these shits all fucking limited edition. If you don't get it, like, the week they come out or the week after... You're probably not going to get one. It's fucking limited edition like fucking Jordans. I'm dropping like every what? week. I was about to say like those M&M Jordans or whatever. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like all the fucking rare ass Jordans that people want. And then there's going to be fucking resale. Like it does piss me off some of the messages that I've been getting from people in the comments. And I fucking show them to Aaron and we get fucking pissed together and want to fucking fight people. Which we actually have gotten into fights before and fuck people up which we've talked about on podcasts but not over swords i keep this business fully civil on like past businesses in my life but not nah, like people will be like oh they seem really cool but it's too expensive I, I don't have that much money and then they'll be like oh like people just complain about someone said they liked the fucking china swords better they were like, when are you going to bring back the katana? And I was like, I just released the katana on my website. He was like, no, I mean like the old version. And he sent me a picture of the China one. And I was like, that version was from China. I started making them in America. I, this version is I like also wonder, better. I also wonder if he had bought anything that since you've been doing American-made. It's like, hey, well, you know, try this one out. Yeah, you might no. actually like it better. Yeah. No, so this <laughs> the fun- better quality. Yeah. That's like that's like saying like I'll take a I'll take a like like what what is one of those shitty fucking like Chinese scooters that they make that you can get for cheap here and oh, it's yeah. like no I don't want the it's like I don't want the Honda and of course Honda or like you know Kawasaki and shit like that of course are are you know predominantly other you know Asian 
fucking companies or whatever. But owned is what you're trying to say. <laughs> but they also <laughs> are like they sell like actual Chinese business made like shit that is total garbage. Yeah. You know, dude. A, a, apparently, Ridge Wallet is all like just an Alibaba wallet. It's a fucking DHgate wallet. And it's Ridge Wallet is all a company just putting their logo on a fucking DH gate wallet. That's what my trainer was telling me the other day when we were in the gym. I'm sure there's plenty of companies that do that. If you got, yeah. here's what, I mean, and that's here's what, what a I lot did of, at first. That was my <laughs> original fucking business and, plan. And here's what a lot of people are doing. You buy a bunch of cheap made shit and then yeah. you fucking put your logo on it and then you promote the fuck out of it. You yeah. know, your marketing campaign. You have did a, at first. In the you have a solid so marketing campaign yeah. and you're good. Go, you man. end up putting more money into marketing than you do for the actual product. But in my case, I didn't because I fucking lucked out because my product was super fucking cool and it was super cheap. So I could just put my logo on it. That made it more fucking valuable than anything. And then I would just mail it to all these people and then they would fucking have it and then post it. And then I fucking sold swords and shit. So I can't hate on it on anybody doing the same fucking thing. Because, you know, I, I, that that's what I fucking did. But now it's like I've advanced it to the point where I'm making a product here. It's American product, American craftsmanship. Right. The quality is undoubtedly so much better. Well, so that's you, like, you have to realize, like, the, the market is going to change from somebody who wants an entry-level dab tool to somebody who wants a piece of art, limited edition, nice actual fucking product. So this fucking guy... The guy who sent me a picture of the China one, I, I, I just want to finish this quick. He fucking, yeah. he fucking sends the picture of that one. He asked me what, he asked me when I'm going to bring that one back. I tell him I just released the Katana. He's like, no, but this style. And I'm like, now we started making them in America. Like the quality is much better. But then I wanted to be a good listener and a good fucking business person. So I asked him why he likes the China one better. I was like, just wondering why. Sure. And his reasoning was, it was cheaper and seems more legit. So I can't okay. do anything with that. If he if he tells me like I like the way that like I, I I think it would work for dabs better, or I like the way the blade was shaped better, or I like the handle better. If you give me right, any of that, right. I can work with it. If you tell Absolutely. me the Absolutely. new one isn't threaded for a carb cap and the old one is, I can say, all right, I can start doing that. I already have the tools to thread them for carb caps. But if you sure. you, know, if you give me something to work, you just say it's cheaper and seems more legit. $40 for an American-made grade 2 titanium dab tool that's the quality of these dab tools. You can't fucking beat it. And this guy so – Right. Like, but, yeah, I didn't say anything back to him because – I'm not going to argue with them that the old ones were $20, this one is 40 and it's much better. Because then he said he found them on DHgate and is just going to get one there. So he found the same style on DHgate and is going to get one from there. So is he's going to spend fucking, like, he's probably going to spend 10 to 20 bucks on it, and he's probably going to get like it that, month. Also, it's like, obviously, I don't think that he would approach you if he was not, quote-unquote, in the market for a new one. And it's mm-hmm. like, you gotta, you gotta remember, man. As soon as I, like, even before I had any sort of money whatsoever, it was like I have to hold off until I can buy a decent middle of the road, whatever. You know, I, I, I would never, never just go, oh, this is the cheapest one. You know, so it's like, okay, that's what I can afford. It's like I'll, I'll wait until I have the money to buy the at least middle of the road decent quality 
whatever it was, you know, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. And there's some stuff I fall out on, but you know, that's Dude, that's all. That's a whole other seminar. Yeah. Well, dude, <laughs> people always like um. I actually like remember. There's like people that I like. Dude, what what is it these cats doing now? They the cat went from being so like chill and not doing anything to now they're right back to fucking shit up. Like fucking yesterday. He's feeling better then. Yeah, dude, <laughs> no, they 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 definitely are. Yesterday, like when he was almost better, and me and my girl were still really worried about him. The little cat like hid behind the thing, like he was about to attack the big one, and she was like, "He's about to attack him! He's about to attack him!" And we both w- went and looked, and then he, the big one, came out of the li- came out of the litter box, and the little one jumped on his head. And we were both like, "Yeah!" We were cheering like he got a knockout. But nah, fucking even I actually remember. There's been a couple people that I don't even talk to anymore. But what they've told me is that if they wanted to buy the best one of something, they would look at what I have. Because they trust that I get the fucking best one, and I don't even sure. think that's saying anything. And if you can get it for a decent price, I yeah. just meant like price wise. Yeah. And if you can get it for a decent price and get the best quality shit, that yeah. by all means, that's yeah. the best. That's the best case scenario, yeah. man. But look, it's like I'm. I don't even think of that as like I. It's because I have more money than them, so I just go out and buy the best one. Because the most expensive one might not even be the fucking best one. You know what I'm saying? I fucking right. actually take time. To do the research, and then I, I get, you know, the fucking best, and people have also told me that I take really good care of my shit, like, I guarantee you that most things I have, I've had longer than people have, like, I'm, I'm ripping a volcano vaporizer right now, and it's like a $600 vape, so people see it, and they're like, oh shit, a volcano, what they don't know is, I've had this thing for at least five years, I've had this thing, Absolutely. I've had this thing since 2013, so I've had this right. thing for fucking seven years. So if you think about it, I have this vaporizer. It's not going to kick ass for a short while, yeah. or you could buy yeah. Or in that time, exactly. you could have bought two, three, or $400 ones exactly. in that time. And they you know what I mean? Busted and you would have been like, this thing's a piece of shit. But you would have felt right. like you got a deal for like a week after you bought it. You would have been like, that right. dumbass spent 600 This thing's better. But it's like, no, because I spent 600 bucks on this and it's lasted me fucking seven years. And if I needed to buy another one tomorrow, I probably wouldn't be mad about it because you could smoke this and no blunts. And think about how many blunts you'd spend money on in the time of just this fucking volcano. That's a huge thing. Like I I said, when I got this grill, you know, I got this new grill and I was like, I, I bought essentially the newer model of the same old one that I had because I was like, Dude, I had this grill for nine fucking years, and it was it was fucking it was used when I got it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was lightly used when I got it. So I was like, and I kept that thing for nine years, and I grill all the soft. fucking time. But it shit the bed, you know, like yeah. things do, man. You know, it shit. It finally shit. Worth. Yeah. If I finally if I finally shit the bed, did I like going and spending like you know? 800 850 with tax or whatever on a new fucking grill like no but you know that thing's been limping on its last leg for like the past year and a half now so like i'm happy to have my new one and it's the same same company same good product and hopefully i'll have this one for another you know eight to ten years yeah like whenever i buy anything i try to do a mix of two things 
A, is go down the rabbit hole on fucking YouTube and Google and read all their reviews. But even then, the best thing to do along with that is if you know somebody in the field, ask them. Like, when I bought these speakers, they were... I have pretty expensive fucking... I think they're like Yamahas. I don't know what the fuck they are. Some speakers. But they're nice ones. And what I did when I got them is I asked, like, five different, like, producers, music producers and people who do that shit. And then on top of... And they're like, yeah, that's good shit. Yeah. Right. Well, and not only that, but I read, look, I read fucking bad reviews way more than I read good reviews, too. Like, like my my wife recently bought something that she was like, well, I looked and, you know, it had good reviews and she didn't like it. You know, she didn't like it. You know, it was like, it was like a bad deal for her, even though, even though plenty of people had, quote unquote, good experiences with the product, like, she didn't. And I said, did you read any of the one-star reviews? And I'm like, and, and, and the one-star reviews were all the same issues that she was having with yeah. the product. So I was like, I was like, don't get me wrong. You're in a minority there still. Cause most of the, most of the reviews are good, but it's like, if, if, if you read those one-star reviews, you are able to do a cost benefit analysis you know, at, yeah. at a way better rate, you know, <laughs> and go like, eh, you know what? I don't even want to run the risk of this happening. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if I buy this fucking thing, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. The fuck they say people are more likely to leave a bad review than a fucking good review. But if you do see a lot of good reviews or something, that definitely does mean something. But the thing that I sure. find is just so much, so many videos today are fucking paid content to like for the product. Like, I know people are supposed to say if it's paid promotion, but even just sending somebody a product, like, I feel like if somebody sends me a product and asks me to make a video, I'm probably not going to make a video saying it's a piece of shit. You know what I mean? Just because they just gave me a fucking product. You know what I mean? I want to review from somebody that paid for it and is going out of their way to just make a fucking thing. And I haven't necessarily, I've done that with people and uh, not as many products, but like doing the shows for the past eight or nine years, like, like that's been, I mean, I've interviewed hundreds of people, literally hundreds of people, um, you know, over the course of those years. And it's like your job to sell that shit for them. Like, Hey, I want you to come on and promote your shit because it looks cool to me. Like those were the people that I reach out to. I'm like, Oh man, that's dope. Like I fucking, I interviewed this guy, uh, I'm still friends with him on Facebook. He's from Chicago. That was like when the facial recognition cameras were like a big thing. Like he had some sort of like mask or whatever that would fuck up the facial recognition or whatever. Oh, damn. That didn't make, it made you look like a regular person though. You know what I mean? Like it didn't look like you were wearing like a Halloween mask or nothing. Yeah. yeah. But you know, just, just shit like yeah. that. And he was hawking that. And I was like, Oh man, that's cool, man. You want to come on my show and promote that? And I can talk to him about all that stuff for an hour. So it's like, you know, that's promotion and marketing is also just such a fucking huge portion of, of all Pretty that much stuff. Everything online is fucking paid advertising shit. Like, I was hearing somewhere recently that it's like the majority of shit that kids growing up nowadays are seeing. The purpose of all of it is to sell you something. So they're going to be so dishonest by the time they grow up. Oh, shit, look at the cat. Oh, yeah, shit. Oh, oh, where'd he shit. go? He, he jumped up and didn't come down. Yeah, dude. 
Where the fuck did he go, dude? Did he go on top of the fridge? Yeah, he went on top of the fridge, <laughs> and then he's going to go into the fucking cabinet up there. Damn, dude. Yeah, dude. I think I jumped, man. He's the man, dude. I have a bunch of Tom Brady grocery bags up there, and he was throwing them all out onto the floor earlier. Like, fuck this guy. I don't know these fucking bags up here. I'll fucking shit on these. Yeah, dude. yeah, I was happy dude. to see that. You and and that's the other thing. Now you you brought up a good point there, talking about like uh, you know how the kids are and like the marketing and and all that stuff. You know, and I always say like it, it's probably the most detrimental to society. But you know, if you look at all of the Fortnite and Minecraft type games, it's like get these fucking games away for free and make them fucking pay for all in-app purchases and shit yeah. like that like you know I, I was trying to explain that to my son the other day I'm like how much how many hundreds of dollars do you think over the past couple of years that you spent on Fortnite and he's like uh pro yeah like a, a good bit you know it's like that's what we're getting our kids for Christmas now is like V bucks and shit like that and I was like I don't know man I wanted you know a new guitar or you know something like that but it's like you know they just want shit to spend on their fucking in-app purchase bill gates definitely made covid on purpose for two reasons one is so he could sell us the cure and two is so he could up the sales on digital xbox games and that people will stop going to the store and buying the real ones and he doesn't have to make the discs you can just sell the fucking digital copies Right. Well, we talked about that last week too like how like fuck xbox just because they did all that like exclusive you know, not only only Xbox platform games that you couldn't yeah. find on anything else. Like, fuck them. Yeah. Well, now I'm, like, mad that there's no... That none of the games are really exclusive to the new Xbox. Like, any game... None of the games are up, good anymore. Yeah, I know. There's I, so I, much I shit that's not good. I like, know. I fucking just bought the Mafia game because Dylan was telling me to buy that. It's that's one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah, dude, yeah. I'm fucking playing that right now. They just remade it for Xbox. But it's like all the games that come out on the new console are not going to just be on. Like, So you know how in the old days when GameCube comes out or when PlayStation 2 comes out, there's a title that can only be played on GameCube or can only right. be played on PlayStation 2, whether it's the new yeah. Zelda, new Metal Gear Solid, whatever the fuck it is. Soul With, Calibur 2 was yeah. one of those. Yeah, yeah, that was exactly. Yeah. With Xbox, it will be like the new Halo. You can only play the new Halo if you have an Xbox. But you do that for a year, and then you, you know, you release it onto the world. You, yeah. When you have the, that console, it tell you can tell people I'm better than you because I have an Xbox and I can play Halo, and you don't have an Xbox, so you can't play Halo. That's the best part right. about it, in my opinion, anyway. So with the new Xbox, any game that comes out on the new Xbox. You can play on the new Xbox, or you can play it on Xbox 360, or you can play it on fucking games for Windows on your fucking computer. And most of right. them are going to be cross-platform, where when you're on the console, you're going to be playing against people on a computer. And then it's going to be like, oh, if you're on a computer, you're better. Oh, if you're on a console, you're better. And it's going to be See? that whole thing. I don't want that. I just want to play an Xbox with a game. You can only play on the Xbox, and if you don't have the new Xbox, then you're poor and you can't play the new game. And I can make fun of you. That's what. It That's really why... I that's super why I don't like a lot of fucking on-air or uh, online play, you know? Yeah. I like shit with a storyline that I can finish, you know, and stuff like that. Like, there's always going to be some fucking kid my son's age that spends his entire life doing that kind of shit. 
that's gonna in Vietnam that's gonna kick your fucking ass every time and it's like I don't have the need or want to fucking get good enough to kick this Chinese kid's ass at whatever game I'm playing. I really don't. I don't. Yeah, I could I care less. Yeah, that, that's. I'm like, not gonna try that hard. Yeah, I know. If I'm gonna put time into the game, it needs to be like rewarding because there's a lot of other rewarding shit in my life I could I could be doing. What it comes sure, down to absolutely. me, like recently, dude, when I I'll be sitting on the couch. I'll be like, do I want to play Xbox or do I want to watch TV? And if I watch TV, it's just relaxing and I'll lay there. And if I fucking yeah. play Xbox, it's like, well, I have to do shit right now. If I'm doing shit, I might as well be doing shit. You know what I mean? Like, this game is fucking stressing me out and I'm doing shit with my hands and my eyes. If I'm doing that, I could right. be editing footage on my computer. I could be working on cutting clips from the podcast. I could be doing multiple different things with this same set of skills right now that I'm using to complete a quest that means nothing. Right. And, and, and <laughs> yeah. like, I've... I don't know. Maybe maybe I've changed up a little bit, but uh, I definitely used to watch a shit ton more documentaries than I do now. I love documentaries. Um, my girlfriend. Because by the time I get fucking making fun of me last night, saying my favorite type of thing is documentaries. She's like, oh yeah. yeah. I, like she was making fun yeah, of me, I start, saying, like, oh yeah, like you 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 would fucking love to watch a documentary right now, wouldn't you? I start I started yeah. scanning through my Netflix playlist that's been built up like over the past ten years or whatever. And it's like all the shit on my list, like like eighty to ninety percent of it isn't like movies. It's all like stand up and fucking documentaries. Yeah, that's you the best shit I mean? to watch because you're fucking getting something from it. You finish watching a right. documentary and you've gained something. You've finished that's watching what I mean, some like bullshit sh- movie and you've gained nothing besides learning how men are evil and how, you know, women can right. save us but we're all losers and we need to realize we're privileged. Or like other 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 than sports, other than sports and stuff, it's like you know, with my TV watching, like I like watching like music stuff or or like Jeopardy or uh, like Barbecue Pitmasters, you know, where there's a reality television element to it. But you see like how these people make, you know, they're like you know, cook their food, like, all across the country, and, and there's, like, a learning process to yeah. some of that stuff. You're not watching five bitches in a house pull each other's hair out and smash <laughs> champagne bottles over one another's heads or whatever the fuck they do on those shows. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah. can't. I, like, I can't. And and the only other ones that's, like, uh, me and my wife's guilty pleasures is, uh, you know, things like hoarders and intervention, where you just love watching these pieces of human garbage, like, completely mystery science theater that shit and giggle our motherfucking asses off you know it's the funniest shit in the world to me and we'll just make fun of fucking people you know yeah but yeah that's probably the only unlearning element that yeah. we have to our dude yeah you know, i watched another i watched the beginning I, I think it's a series and i watched like half the first episode on fucking mtv in like the birth of mtv it was just all about oh yeah MTV. yeah it was pretty cool august 1st 1981 Yes, radio killed the radio star. That was the first shit they played. But they were trying to make it seem like it was... It's just my autism kicking in. <laughs> they fucking <laughs> wanted you to feel like you shouldn't be watching it. Which I definitely felt as a kid. When I'd be watching MTV oh, as a kid, I definitely... Dude, like, this is something I shouldn't be watching right now. Your parents... You gotta understand. 
you got to understand, man. Like when I was coming, like you, like even before I was coming up, was like hair metal. So there was like chicks in tight mini skirts with their tits, their cleavage popping up, or you know, uh, like metal bands like doing like questionable things or whatever. Like that was about as gnarly as it got. Like on MTV, like before my time. But I was there, like, right at the dawn of, like, when gangster rap and booty shaking Miami bass fucking videos came out. Like, there was sure, sure good enough reason for uh, a, a elementary school kid to not supposed to watch MTV, I guess oh, you could yeah. say. Like, with yeah. the violence and the, and the, and the sexual stuff, like, oh, yeah. there's definitely, definitely enough to go. sex, like... When I, I, when I was fucking watching Euro Trip last week after the show ended and, and, and we were singing Scotty Doesn't Know, I fucking yeah. went and I, I actually paid to buy Euro Trip on the Amazon Prime thing. And then I watched it like five times last weekend. And it was That's got like, a killer oh, soundtrack. I had, I, I had the actual CD. I bought the CD. That has got takes the morning train. The morning train. <laughs> works from nine to five and then. Yeah, dude, I've been fucking bumping that shit all week. <laughs> There's a lot of dope ass, and that was the other thing with like those late '90s and early 2000s movies too. Those things had a lot of those had killer fucking soundtracks, oh, yeah. man. Well, dude, I looked up. I like after you watched the movie, went to you know Wikipedia, looked up all the shit, and then right. the the genre it had, it was like Euro Trip was a early 2000s sex comedy. And I was like, I, I wouldn't think of it as a sex comedy. Back then, it was just a comedy. You know what I mean? Because that's what all the fucking yeah. movies were like. That was just a comedy. What are you going to make jokes about? Probably sex. That's you right. know what it's, what's funny. So I, I never thought of it as a sex comedy. And then after you think of it as a sex comedy, it almost makes you look at it like a softcore porn. You know what I mean? But that's the same thing with – and you could have said every, anything like that about – early age uh, or uh, like late seventies and eighties, like horror films or like something like animal house or revenge of the nerds. You know what I mean? Like those would be classified under sex comedies or whatever, but it's like, no, it's just an element to those types of movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dude, they speaking of sex comedies in girl power. Have you seen the new fucking American pie on Netflix? No, dude, I didn't watch anything watch after the second. I didn't watch anything dude. after the second one, it's on dude. Netflix. I my girl put it on yesterday, dude. It's it's Stifler's sister. And it's like, it's who are these people? This is not American girls, Pie. Dude. It's like it's a fucking three hundred pound fat bitch pulling dildos out of her snatch, dude. It's disgusting. <laughs> I can't believe this what it's fucking come down to. They're like, like, I don't, is it, you think it's seriously just wokeism or do you think they're like, well, we've already done everything with guys. So what do we do now? Well, we could do it with chicks. Yeah, everything. It's a, movie. It's a quick buck Every, and it's woke. Yeah. Right. And everybody does that and you can't really say shit about it because it's quote, even, empowering to women or whatever the fuck, James you know what I mean? Bob would be a hundred times better. I understand he wants to make a movie with his daughter in it, and it's Jay and Silent Bob, blah, blah, blah. But to have the whole thing centered around, like, fucking... It's like a deaf fucking Muslim bitch or some shit in a gook who can't speak English. And, like, it's just, like, so out out there, dude. 
You know what I mean? And this is all right. Yeah, dude. It's just it like I would have liked the new Jay and Silent Bob movie so much better if it wasn't centered. Like I said, it's just it's just shoehorning. I really don't think I'm sexist, dude. I might. No, no, but it's it's just like about shoehorning all this unnecessary shit and making it. I mean, God forbid you actually like make that a good focal point of the movie and actually work through it in an actual plot, you know, type of scenario. Most people are just shoehorning like these little tidbits of shit in there just to let you know that they're woke enough for you to watch the movie because we do all this other fucked up shit, but we got some got some woke stuff that we're gonna throw at you we got we got an interracial couple and uh you know uh uh, anti-slut shaming fucking thing and a pro-tranny fucking line at a certain point at a certain point segregation is good just let them have their shit and let me have my shit make a guy movie and then make a girl movie make a fucking movie for trannies and then make a movie for straight white stoners who just want to watch Harold and Kumar go to fucking white cast not even straight white st- any guy who smokes weed like i guarantee you they're going to make a Harold and Kumar with two bitches that go to fucking get tampons or something they're going to they they do it with fucking they do it with fucking everything now i'm just saying like make a movie like there isn't anything wrong with just having a movie for dudes there isn't anything wrong with having a movie for guys. Then you can make a movie for girls. Let them go watch their fucking Twilight, whatever the fuck they want to watch, and then let me go watch my fucking right. classic Jane Silent Bob, my Harold and Kumar go to White Castle, a movie that you could watch, like a movie that you would watch with your fucking like teenage friends and just all fucking uh, crack up. That's what I want to watch like, right now when I smoke. Yeah, it. pick a destiny, you yeah. know, that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But, but, you well, well, and, and here's... Men, like you said. Well, not only that, but, like, that's where everybody missed the fucking mark, was that it was, like, I, I, it almost seems alien now for people to be, like, oh, yeah, you know, I, I don't really care for those types of movies, or it's, like, eh, I watched it, but didn't really, yeah, it's, it's whatever. Yeah. Now it's, like, everything that comes out has to be the inclusiveness of everything. It's like, yeah. well, guess what? Some shit ain't for some people. And as much as fucking far leftists want to make everybody the same, which is how they act, yeah. and but yet, but yet you can never get woke enough. Yeah. So it's kind of like this unobtainable fucking thing that's getting launched. So it's like, what are you really going for here? Yeah. Like, that, that's not that's not the human experience, dude. Yeah, and it's like. That's like me. That's like me calling somebody racist or homophobic because they can't work on a goddamn uh, dishwasher or, or yeah. fix a fucking what? Like like, well, I can do I can do yeah. that. Why can't you do that? Are you are you fucked up in some way? Like and it's like no, I just don't know shit about that stuff. Yeah. Oh God, you know you must be the devil yeah. <laughs> or whatever. They that's that's essentially like what they do now. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I think, like, if there's one thing where you got to just be fine with there being a guy's version, and, I mean, if there's two groups that it's fine to have movies segregated between, I think it's fucking guys and girls. Because, like, sometimes you can find a movie that you guys are both going to like, but for the most part, I I feel like it's like you're either going to watch a movie you're going to like or you're going to watch a movie she's going to like. And, honestly, neither me or my girl are going to want to watch some fucking woke bullshit, I don't think. Well, gender is just a social construct at this point, so who's to say what's a what's a guy and a chick film or whatever? But 
Also, anybody that has a significant other, gay, white, black, straight, whatever, you know, whatever, that, you know, like, I got that thing. Like, I wouldn't be with my wife if if we didn't have that sort of thing either, you know, where it's like, no, like, good sense of, you know, carry that sense of humor, crack up about the same type of shit aren't super sensitive about whatever, you, you know what I mean? And it's like, I couldn't imagine being with somebody that is like, like offended by every goddamn thing they see in a goddamn oh, movie or Dude. whatever. I mean, don't get me wrong. We get riled up and angry about certain shit, you know, yeah. but we're not like just appalled at the notion that anybody would, dare put that in a movie or a song or you know what i mean like that's the, the best that's gay thing, as fuck dude the best, <laughs> thing, the best thing that we can do to fight back against this bullshit i was actually thinking about this the other day how we as the underdog here just the common man can fight against this fucking corporate wokeism is if you're watching a movie on netflix if you're watching something even on youtube if you're watching something any streaming service if you're listening to it whatever the second it gets to be woke bullshit, turn it off. Because they actually look at when people tune out, when this happens, when that happens. If right. they, if, 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 if they, they see everything happens at 36 minutes and 32 yeah. seconds, yeah. And, and, and it was then right after the there. character said, like, well, you know, gender is a social construct. Yeah, yeah. Like, they should be like, like, all right, we should probably take that out of the next one. That's the best right. way to do it. The second the fucking character comes out and says, so... Gender's a social construct, and they're a fucking gay tranny who identifies as an orange. That's when <laughs> right. you fucking turn it off. You know what I mean? That, that, that's, the fucking, that's the part where you're fucking out, and then they know that they got to take they that out of their up. shit. Yeah. They, they I want to see, see fucking murders. Like, when I started watching the fucking, um, that shit on Amazon, I was like, maybe this is... Maybe Amazon gets it more than Netflix, and they're not going to shove some fucking woke shit down my fucking throat. Maybe right. they're just going to give me people getting brutally murdered and some fucking rape. Some nice, sprinkle a little rape in there, and, you know, all, these are a few of my favorite things. When the dog rapes, you know, that's what I'm, I'm trying to right. see. Maybe a severe, maybe some ODs and some drug problems, like yeah. really bad. That's what they, they show do. Question, started out with. They do questionable first, things for drugs. First, like, episode, <laughs> first episode, you got people being injected with heroin against their will and dying, right. and then fucking all this crazy shit. You got them fucking. Basically, I was just surprised that they allowed this show to happen where they basically. The, say that like the cure for the pandemic is a hoax and that the, they frame people who were having a history of mental illness to be mass murderers. I was like, wow, this show is pretty much as, I don't know if it's just flaunting it in your face or if they're just trying to expose some shit or what the fuck is going on. But it was pretty fucking good. You ever seen Utopia? It's a documentary. It's not a series. <laughs> it's all a hoax. That, that, that's pretty much the fucking truth. Right. Documentary, it's not a series. Yeah. Right. Has anybody movie. seen the documentary Utopia? <laughs> Once you know, just see, says it right there. Pandemic's a hoax. <laughs> Has anybody seen the documentary Utopia on Amazon Prime? It right. is an exact depiction of the world today. But yeah, we're in the Ridiculous. last fucking. We're in the last few fucking minutes here. Uh, yeah, let's get a good wrap up. Everybody who is listening and isn't yeah, subscribed. 
to the fucking channel here on YouTube. Dab Comedy. Hit that fucking subscribe button. We're trying to build this fucking channel. It's kind of Share a, that shit. If you come across channel. this shit on YouTube, man, and you fucking think of the funny hey, deal, Joe's, Joe's putting out, like, uh, you know, highlights of the show and yeah. all that stuff. If you like that shit, share that shit on Hell yeah. whatever platform. Tell your friends. Tell your mama. Tell everybody, dog. And fucking subscribe to Dab Comedy Network on uh, pretty much everywhere podcast or her. We're on Spotify. The blue-haired monsters haven't kicked us off yet. We're on fucking iTunes. We're obviously on fucking YouTube. On YouTube, Dab Comedy Network is a, a vlog and Friday Night Super shows where you can hear the show. But if you're listening, you already fucking know that. And, uh, yeah, man. You, you got anything that you want to tell the people, Trip? No, nah, man. Go, go Vols. We're playing Georgia tomorrow, so... Hell yeah. I got a big, dude, SEC football on Saturdays, that's, look, I cook, and I fucking, I grill shit out, and I fucking watch football, so, I'm just, that's a move, man. I'm just trying to fucking hang out and bug out, and uh, hope next week is uh, cooler, and all that good shit. Hell yeah. yeah so. I'm, I'm gonna make some fucking food right about now, dog. We got fucking... Dude, I- we had, we made these you, like. You check out my tuna steak. I'm about to go oh, yeah. fucking chop up that tuna steak, man. I got today. That shit, that shit was sick. Yeah, <laughs> that shit looked fucking bomb. We fucking made these frozen Trader Joe's chicken wings earlier that were bomb. They were supposed to be spicy and they weren't really that spicy enough. They also weren't really crispy. So I have this like garlic spicy shit. I'm gonna put on them and I'm gonna broil them. The last few and we got some. Oh, yeah, yeah. We got some Japanese style fucking fried rice. Fry, Yabani style fry. So I'm gonna fucking make some of that shit too. That's, fl- that's flied lice to you, motherfucker. All right. Yeah, that that's more realistic. <laughs> how they'd fucking say it. But, uh, yeah, All right, well, I'll, I'll fuck yeah, we'll catch y'all next week. Hell yeah, I'm gonna play some old school. What we got? Yeah, and we're gonna be out some some music from be- Free Finalia, best of 1999 to 2003. This track is called Lately, featuring 357 and Tang with Juice. It's going to take us out of here. Let us live entertainment. Proudly brings you. To my crib, well, who you bringing with you? Too many niggas and cops, they wanna get you. Just like that man, you never, you'll get the picture. Shit ain't really what it seems, it's like the Matrix. Born into a life of crime, I hate dicks. Gotta bring the toast with me when I take chicks. Niggas don't like me, but they're too scared to fight me. Niggas are bald, but they ain't prepared to fight me. Even when I'm wrong, these niggas don't wanna fight me. I sleep lightly, break money at nightly. Fucking facts won't be happy today and thank me. Yeah. Talking this shit, yeah. 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 Yeah
I've been, been shooting them off. Oh.